Welcome to Blunt Business, another Florida-based edition of the program. My next guest has over a decade of expertise in business strategy, finance, operations, regulations, and controlled narcotic inventories. And he's been recently appointed CEO for one of the most innovative cannabis operations in the industry. I'm here with the president, the newly appointed president of Sertera Wellness, based here. For many of you in the state of Florida, you're very familiar with their buildings and their storefronts all over the state. Zachary Fleming, thanks for being on with us. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, really a pleasure to be here. So let's talk about Sertera, which I just want to focus on Sertera Wellness in particular and not the parent company for this interview. But first of all, let's give some overview of what's going on so far. The success of Sertera Wellness and the rapid expansion in Florida, 50 stores currently open. I know there's more that are popping up all over the place. I see the press releases all the time, five of which has opened in the last three months. Talk to me, Zach, about the coverage in the state and how your team has spread out locations quite effectively to cover such a large ground of metropolitan areas because of the state and the way it's really built up. There's a lot of ground to cover. Absolutely. So we're actually at 45 on our way to 50, but but you are correct. In the last 90 days, we've launched about five new stores to market. Um, it, really, the success of the, the retail rollout strategy um, was from one of our strategic uh, um, real estate folks early on. He's no longer with the org, but we always set out to, um, we had a mission of covering, you know, 75% of the state in a 20 minute drive and then kind of strategically loc, uh, selected locations based on that. How could we cover, uh, the majority of the state and, and get folks, you know, Florida is a massive state. So we always wanted a Sertera store popping up every 20 to 25 minutes. Um, and, and right now we're around 73% of that. Um, and so, yeah, it, it was a very, um, aggressive rollout. You know, most of our stores were opened in that first kind of 18 months that I came on board with the yeah. company in, in 17. Uh, and then we've kind of slowly began to roll out more. So. It's been amazing where in the state of Florida specifically and some of the buildings being built and with Sertera, definitely no exception of the creativity of taking existing spaces, not just storefronts, but seeing a lot of banks being taken over or a lot of other freestanding facilities and making them work for what you need it to be. Absolutely. And, and specifically to banks, you know, those can be very good for the business uh, build plans, but then they can also be extremely challenging. You know, when, when, when you're taking over a former bank, uh, it's really difficult to make serious changes when, you know, you're dealing with some uh, concrete walls and, and steel metal plating in the walls. So you, you kind of are more at the mercy of the current layout, but it, it gives us the benefit of having drive through. You know, and right now we have seven locations with drive through services uh, and, and patients really like that that aspect of, of the model when we're taking over those banks. But even more than that, you know, we get a lot of property that has been vacant for, you know, a couple of years, especially in the earlier days where properties were far tougher to get, you know, when Florida was first going medical, I understand a lot of the apprehensions of some of the property owners and, and with a lot of the news going on. So it very much was kind of getting our toes in the water with some of these property owners and 
to the communities we came in, you know, they, they were really loving it because we were taking areas that maybe weren't receiving the traffic and the attention it needed. And then we take a old vacant building and make it a beautiful store uh, front cannabis dispensary um, and, and start to drive traffic. So it's been a very symbiotic relationship getting into these spaces. And on top of that, you're talking about trying to be flexible with which locations you can find because you want to be in the right location, but then every, every center has to go ahead and be structured around. Like I think around downtown West Palm beach, there's a structure that's from an older building and you just look at the way it's kind of just been put together with the right storefront in front of it, but it's much smaller compared to one I would see maybe in North Palm Beach where I live, where it's a little bit more freestanding and more actually I've seen, especially in Stewart, US 1 area, Port St. Lucie, and just going up that strip and seeing a couple of the stores right up front, big, very prominent, easy to see, and very accessible. Uh, talk to me about, you know, it's with, like you said, with that real estate person that was helping out to find the right places to go. What's interesting to me is that a lot of the, really a lot of the sensors in Florida, they are taking existing structures and not trying to do a new build. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a quicker path to just take over the, the new structure. And um, again, there's a, enough challenges we're navigating just trying to get uh, cannabis business opened in, in a given location. So we've never uh, taken the approach to build out from scratch, like a, a, a ground up build. Mm -hmm. We've done that in, in other markets, not, not here in Florida. Um, and, and for Florida, it's really been a, a speed to market for us. Um, so converting an existing space is, is what's working best for us here in Florida. Well, Florida itself has announced plans recently to expand its $1.3 billion medical cannabis industry in 2022. 21 million people in the state. Expansion creates lucrative opportunities for new and existing business owners. For anyone awarded new licenses, the potential windfall as Florida is heading towards adult use in the coming years. Serious entrepreneurs who want to capitalize on the market, now is the time to start planning and preparing. Well, that's what's been the, really been the message being put out there. Talk to me, Zach, about how you feel Sertera has found its footing into the market as one of the first recognizable names for cannabis in Florida and the competition that's coming in. Because the other thing, too, to make mention of, there's been a lot of name changes as well with companies being acquired and then other companies coming in. But Sertera has been pretty uniform throughout this run. Yeah, and that that's really, a, again, a, a testament to just kind of the seriousness and how we approach this market from the onset and, and a lot of the early strategists who were involved in that. And we really, you know, always looked at this as a long-term run. You know, we were one of the very few companies in Florida in those early days who were building the market, especially when it was just under the low THC Um you know, prior to when the bill actually passed, like we, we were putting up uh, the investments to help build this industry, help get patients access. Uh, you know, in those early days, we were delivering vape pens from Tampa to Key West, you know, very small orders, but just wanting to make sure that patients all over the state could access the medicine, you know, and I think being one of those early front runners and really building the relationships with patients and communities has given us longevity in this market. We're going to go to commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about the state of Florida and various issues that are going on with the medical marijuana industry and going into adult use 
all the things that are going on with that, especially from the political side, the lawmakers, and what they might do to tinker or change the current policies right now in the state of Florida. We're here with Zachary Fleming, president of Sertera Wellness, the Florida-based subsidiary of Parallel, here on Bunt Business. We're back with more questions after this. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. Welcome back. I'm here with Zach Fleming, president of Sir Terror Wellness here in Basin, Florida. Florida has now, Zach, over 700,000 medical marijuana patients as of April this year. And I know that's still continuing to go up. And a great jump from the pandemic mentioned, too, from what about 300,000 to 600,000, almost a doubling during that time. And now lawmakers uh, from various sides of the aisle. And listen, this is a political program. I don't like to go ahead and put anything out there, but I want to just take what various people are saying publicly because we're obviously we're into the middle of the midterm election season. And one of those people that have been outspoken right now is U.S. Representative Brian Mast, who is my representative, 18th Congressional District here in Florida. He's been vocal about fighting for veterans' access to cannabis, meaning fighting for freedom. And for people that don't know, he actually has a, a point where he's using prosthetics because he is a veteran of, of Afghanistan wars. And he spoke with Benzinga and said this, quote, The scheduling marijuana from the list of federally scheduled substances is just... Number one thing, in my opinion, that we can do to give what this place is all about, freedom and states' rights. And he went on to say, quote, we know that there are benefits to cannabis out there for people undergoing a host of medical conditions, whether it's PTSD, something that can aid individuals that are contemplating suicide or somebody that's suffering from cancer, the list goes on. If it can help, then let it. So politics aside, Zach. Talk to me about the state of Florida should be doing to grant more access, like to veterans and other individuals that should be able to get a medical marijuana card. Right. Well, I, I think uh, all of us should be doing more. Operators, uh, regulators, you know, we, we should all be doing more to increase patient access. Um, you know, it, it really still blows my mind that in 2022, patients are still facing a lot of the um, challenges they're facing to get access to care that they need and benefit from, um, whether it be able to access housing, uh, employment, veterans benefits, specifically since we're talking about veterans. There's, there's a lot of issues that are still uh, at the forefront and preventing a lot of folks from experiencing the benefits of cannabis. You know, and myself and in a long career in me mental health and addictions treatment, 
I've unfortunately worked with a lot of veterans struggling, you know, and, and it's at a time when we're seeing the suicide rates we're seeing, we're seeing record breaking years and, and accidental drug overdose. Like we really got to get to a point where we're doing absolutely everything we can and pulling on every single lever we can to get veterans and, and just our communities, the mental health help they need. Uh, cannabis being a very critical tool in that. So, you know, I think we really have to take a look at what are some of those big challenges that are causing people to be hesitant to seek out cannabis, even if their primary cares have referred them. Um, you know, there's still a lot of hesitancy. You know, when you got to talk about, is this going to impact my custody uh hearing I'm having with my child? Is this going to cause me to get removed from this housing um, authority that I'm receiving housing assistance through? Am I going to get pulled off of veterans benefits or lose access to other treatments? Like we we really have to start addressing those things um, and and cannot keep allowing, you know, record breaking uh, overdose deaths, uh, the suicide rates, like like I say, we, we have to really get all hands on deck and everybody needs to accept the seriousness of what we're dealing with. And so the candidates for the run for the race to be governor of the state of Florida, whether it's uh, the incumbent current governor, Ron DeSantis or Nikki Freed, who is the current Florida Agricultural Commissioner, they're all getting so themselves Embedded in the storylines that are dealing with cannabis. Let me talk about this from marijuana moment. The Justice Department is due to respond to a marijuana lawsuit filed by Nikki Freed, who's also a Democratic gubernatorial candidate, concerning the constitutional rights of medical cannabis patients to purchase and possess firearms. And Freed spoke with marijuana moment about the case, about how cannabis has played into a race for governor and the federal government's drug testing policy for marijuana. And she pushed back against anti-cannabis comments recently made by Governor DeSantis, proving how the issue might be argued before voters if she wins her party's nomination to challenge the incoming governor. So this impending lawsuit I'm not very familiar with, but you know, I, I see what they're trying to go and do here. And I wanted to ask, what scenarios do you see playing out politically going forward for MSOs like Sertera that they should be cognizant of? Well, well, again, for us, like we're focused on patient access, you know, and and the the, the gun issue and all of that. It's just a, another, um, again, a, another example of what patients who are trying to access cannabis are faced with in terms of obstacles. So it, it can become very political issues. But I think, you know, if we just stay focused on the fact that we have unacceptable suicide rates in our veteran community, extreme challenges with uh, mental health in, in our communities, given, you know, COVID lockdowns, all the exacerbations we've been under the last couple of years. I think if we can just zoom back and say, like, let's let's you know, identify those apolitical issues. There's no politics to helping veterans and, and, and addressing post-traumatic stress disorder and, and mental health. So let's let's look at that. Let's have conversations about that. And now let's talk about how cannabis can be a partner, how us MSOs can help in this. You know, since I've gotten into my role here at Certera, um, in, in my current role, we've immediately um, began focus on that. You know, it, we right. already have very serious talks about what can we do. You know, so so one at, at, at Certera, we want to just be a voice 
in this conversation. And we're going to step out and, like I say, be an example in these communities to show that that a cannabis company is more than just a business that's providing critical medicine to the patients in the community. We want to be a part of these communities. We want to, you know, I want to leverage some of my expertise in these areas and really start being at the table uh, with, with communities and what can we do more. Um, literally was just on a call two hours ago on things we're discussing for the veteran community specifically and trying to help, you know, given the, the economic downturns we're all under right now, what can we do for veterans to help make, you know, medicine more affordable for them. So so these are the things that I think ourselves and all MSOs, all all people in this industry, you know, we have to maybe do a better job at, at showing these communities how we can be a partner in these issues that are facing us all. I just don't like the fact that, okay, she's supporting cannabis, uh, the, uh, the agriculture commissioner. Fine. Uh, but the thing is, is that, you know, your support for legalization, and then still denying some patient access because of a view, because, you know, in the political site, in the news cycle, gun control is now an issue that's being talked about, which is what prompted this. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. That's my opinion, by the way. I'll make that point clear. So these things come across and the lawmakers are going to use things to help, you know, play political points for each other. But at what expense to the people out there? That's what this point is right here. When I look at that lawsuit, I'm saying, I mean, Sure, I understand where you're coming from, where you're using a stance, but remember there's consequences for every action that you make that we're, we're trying to go and help people out here. And I don't think that, you know, finding something that will inevitably deny patient access, regardless of you, you know, prefer that person's political view or not, should not matter. That's where I'm coming from with that. Uh, what I want to do is I want to go back to another commercial break. When we come back, Zach, I want to go ahead and talk to you about where we are when it comes to the licensing system, because obviously to get more licenses for MSOs like yours, there's a lot of things going on into who's being able to get that. There's been a lot of contention towards that. I'm going to ask you about that in a moment. But when we come back, I'm here with Zach Fleming, president of Certera Wellness. And Certera, by the way, you can find out their website, find their locations all around Florida and more about what they have available. The website is certera.com, S-U-R-T-E-R-R-A.com, certera.com. We'll be back after this message with final questions. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back with final questions with Zach Fleming, president of Certera Wellness here on Blunt Business. And Zach, I want to finish up with this real quick. New Times wrote back in October of last year. After Floridians voted to broadly legalize medical cannabis in 2016, I'm glad I got to sign a petition. I'm glad I got to vote on it and say yes, which at least 75% of those south of the I-4 corridor support legalizing adult use. It was pretty clear. But we need, but that wasn't able to happen with the overall state of getting adult legalization with that 
more that over majority, the super majority of having that happen among the voters in the state of Florida. But now here's what I want to bring up here. So after Floridians voted to broadly legalize medical cannabis, the licensing rules loosened and there was a 30 year legacy requirement that was removed. Remember, that was a big thing that a lot of property owners were trying to get themselves to MSOs and to cultivators to sell their property so they can go into that whole deal. But the application process still required financial resources that most ground-level entrepreneurs don't have. And we talk about social equity licensing all the time on this program. So a $60,000 application fee and the requirement to post a multi-million dollar bond is still required for licensing. And Nikki Fried told New Times the licensing system needs to be overhauled immediately. And a former cannabis industry lobbyist, Fried is, she supports legalization as a key element in her campaign. And she advocates for doing away with what's the so-called vertical integration rule, which requires cannabis companies in Florida to handle every major facet of the industry from cultivation to sales. So what would be some of the implications, Zach, you observe? Should any lawmaker seek to change this vertical integration model or the licensing process in general? Yeah. And, and, and this has been, you know, a hot topic, I think, throughout the industry here in Florida. And, and while we believe, look, companies should be allowed to be vertically integrated, especially when they're able to adequately execute each part of the business. Right. Uh, but we also support changes that lower the barrier to entry, including allowing folks to start a business that covers like maybe just a certain aspect of the supply chain rather than requiring the whole vertical integration. And, and it's really time for like us and other MSOs to stop hiding behind like this veil of safety and transparency because it, it has led to advocacy for more exclusionary kind of protectionist policies like when it comes to cannabis and who we're allowing in markets. And, and these policies are preventing the industry from reaching its full potential. And to, to really be a true mechanism for economic opportunity and wealth um, for everybody who wants to participate. So, so you know, we, we are a, a big supporter of anything that can be done to increase uh, access for patients, access for new business owners. Uh, we, we, you know, I, I'm glad we can actually talk about uh, this topic because one of the things we've been really excited about is we've kicked off a partnership with Black Canna Business to launch a CEO intensive program. Um, you know, it's an executive level series that is intended to accelerate the growth for high potential businesses of color in the cannabis industry. Uh, you know, we, we've done this already in Chicago. We have one planned in October here in, in Tampa, and we're hoping to have a lot of cannabis entrepreneurs of color from all across Florida and, and anywhere in the southeast to participate. But but we are, you know, um, again, I, I think some of the. Um, the veil like, like that I talked about where when, when these vertical kind of concepts came into play, it was really about safety and transparency. Um, and, and, and again, I think, you know, what we see is it's, it's actually causing far too many barriers and, and it's not allowing us to be the, the, the vehicle we could be. Um, so, you know, as crazy as it is, we, we, we would support, um, you know, anything that would allow more access and participation in, in the cannabis industry in Florida. So, Sertera Wellness, you're covering the whole state. 
It's been consistent. You're hitting, you have, you know, various locations in all major cities, uh, multiples in Orlando Metro and Jacksonville and Miami. And I see quite a bit in Tampa. So, but one thing I can tell you, being a, you know, native Floridian, being here in my life and just noticing that I'm in West Palm Beach where I live, just seeing the outpouring of different stores that are coming, popping up, coming down all over the place. I mean, just thinking where, there's the consistency of what storefronts and what brands are consistent without going through major changes. I see one other one I will not name and Certera consistently across the board. I see those stores across and being well traveled and well, uh, well visited. So Zach, I think you got a great thing going on to play working with the state of Florida. Is there anything else you could turn in terms of uh, where expansion might be for Florida and where things might go from here? Anything you can kind of tell us at all. I know you also have delivery available as well, and that's obviously getting to expansion. So anything else you can tell us about what's going forward for the growth and expansion of Certero? Yeah. And, and again, you know, we, we, we love the state of Florida. We started in Florida, right? Like, I think that's, that's been one of the, 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 the unique aspects of our story. You know, we had no stores, no operations in cannabis before Sertera was started in Florida. So yeah. we've started here, you know, we're committed to this state and, and improving access. Absolutely. We have a lot teed up for expansion. We're kind of just now getting those engines back turned on. Uh, again, just calling out the fact that, you know, we were up to 40 doors and then took about a two year break from from expanding as we were focusing on other areas of the operation. Mm -hmm. And we are now firing up back that engine. Uh, we'll start hitting all the footprint um, areas where where we might have some gaps. Uh, we're locked into a lot of leases right now to really get those going, expanding our grow and production. So a lot of growth in Florida. Um, there's a lot of demand right now. There's a lot more to come, and, and we're going to continue to be um, an operator that's trusted here in the state and one that's constantly doing everything we can to help meet the demand and get patients the medicine they need. And also, I want to just uh, really quickly give you thanks for the team of Certera for being a supporter and, and also being a part of the exhibiting at our USCC Expo series, which also took a break from the pandemic. But really great to go see your team there. Remember, we spoke with Kim Hawkins there on site uh, last time we were we had one of our shows in Miami, and we look forward to coming back with another show in South Florida in the very near future. And I hope that you know. We can continue to keep our relationship strong and let's definitely keep in touch, Zach, and let's get, let's keep following the track of Certera and where things go in the state of Florida. Thank you for being on. Very glad to have you on joining us. I really appreciate the opportunity and absolutely let's definitely stay in touch. I'd love to, you know, get involved in, in the, in the upcoming event. So please, uh, you know, let's, let's stay in touch. And anytime you need me to come on and speak to anything about the industry, I'd love to. Oh, trust me, Brandy uh, from our team. Yeah, I'm sure she will be making a call very uh, in the very near future. <laughs> so we'll make sure to make that happen. So again, I'm here with Zach Fleming, president of Certera Wellness. Website again is Certera, S-U-R-T-E-R-R-A dot com. Look for store locations where you can go ahead and pick up and deliver various products. The stores are very uh, nicely, nicely lit, nicely decorated. The 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 color tones work perfect for the state of Florida, just how it is very tropical, very much and everything. So thanks again to Zach. And thank you listeners for listening in to another Blunt Business. We'll talk to you next time.
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.